BFF.FM is an award-winning community radio station coming to you 24-7 from the heart of San Francisco. I love BFF.FM because of what it represents, you know, a uniting of the local music community. The diversity of shows is way more fun than any kind of commercial radio you might find. Become a monthly donor and you'll be connected to a cool community of music lovers helping us build strong community radio for San Francisco our besties. I get to go to these cool bestie bashes and I get to have a sweet members only pin and I get to feel like I'm contributing to the community. Join us at bff.fm slash donate. bff.fm. Streaming with my besties. Down. Zero. Welcome to the Hanging Garden Radio Show. Goth, new wave, synth pop, and industrial music with guest DJs, interviews, ticket giveaways, and news from the scene every Tuesday from 6 p.m. till 8 p.m. Pacific Time on BFF.FM. Now here's your host, Owen. Oh, look out! That's me! This is the Hanging Garden Radio Show. This is is BFF.FM Best Free Quen Yes. Forever! And as I'm sure you know I am about to tell you, we are not coming to you from atop the tower. Peter Murphy, we are not in the Kevin Key studio. We are not in the Al Jorgensen studio. We are not on John Water Street in San Francisco because we are, we are, we are, we are, we are, as my neighbors can clearly hear, at my house. <laughs> yes, we're here, you and me together. And, you know, like, I saw your dishes in the sink just sitting there day after day after day after day. I mean, eventually we're going to run out of dishes. What are you going to do? Buy paper plates? The dishes are in the sink. We have lived together for two years. We are trauma bonded after what we have all been through. Wash your damn dishes. All right, we'll get back to that because there's more important things to talk about. Right now, we have company all the way from Mexico City. It is the doer of dark dance dubbed rituals. Can you hear me? Yeah, hey. How are you? Oh, you weren't ready for that, huh? <laughs> <laughs> no one ever is. <laughs> you know, I'll tell you, um, breaking the fourth wall here, I, I sometimes wonder, you know, people are tuned into the station, they don't know what's about to happen when this show starts, and they're probably like, they're probably like, Honey, turn down the radio! <laughs> turn that down! <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> How are you doing? How is how is life? How's how's Mexico City? How are you doing? I'm doing pretty well. Um, thanks for having me, first of all. Um, Thank you. It's uh, I'm I'm in Mexico City. Um, 
it's a cold day, it's, it's been raining uh, most of the day. And uh, I came back from tour a couple of weeks ago. Um, I released a new album and uh, looking to book a few more shows for the fall. I'm doing uh, a lot of uh, music related things that are not uh, necessarily making music. <laughs> just so, uh, you know, keeping busy. Well, you certainly have kept busy. You have a new album called Disintegration which is really good and it it all the songs are so different from one another it really is a, a, a an artistically broad album yeah thank you um yeah that's that's one of the things i i seek to do uh, with rituals like from the beginning just to incorporate uh, an influence of a lot of different things kind of to make something new and different well, you've certainly done it. Um, there's <laughs> there's a lot to talk about here. Uh, I'd I'd love to get into the music and and just really like let hear it and then kind of like talk about the, all the the stuff that you've done because your work has changed so much and you know Rituals also is is one of the the original Witch House bands and and I'd love to pick your brain about that. Uh, do you want to stick around for a while? Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. This is going to be a good one, too, because <laughs> we are going to be the Americans who discover Columbus when we hang out with DJ Kevy Kev from the Columbus, Ohio scene. We have a lot to talk about in the nightlife news. There is so much great music, so many great requests, so much me, Owen. And all of this is coming to you today on the Hanging Garden Radio Show right here on BFF.FM. But right now, we're going to kick it off with our guest today, Rituals. And from his new album, Disintegration, the song is Disintegration. There's so much happening. And it is coming to you right now!
Hanging Garden Radio Show, BFF.FM. Best frequencies forever. What the hell did I just do there? Oh, man, my name is Owen. I don't know why they gave me a radio show, but they did here on BFF.FM. And I would be delighted to tell you all about what we just enjoyed. That last song was off the new Blute Angel album. It's called Children of the Night. That was for somebody in the Portland, Oregon area. Before that one, Egan, that is spelled E-G-G-V-N. The song is La Era de la Bestia. I hope I said that right. That was a suggestion out of Nevada. Prior to that one, we were out of control with She Wants Revenge. I had requests this week for She Wants Revenge or things related to it out of Alaska, Oregon, and far, far eastern Washington, Spokane. So I hope you all enjoyed that as much as I did. Prior to that one, it was Nuda. She's been touring lately. Uh, that is a collaboration with Possessed Tranquility. The song is What Did You Want to Happen? And that was requested out of Seattle, but we opened that set with our guest today, Rituals, and the song Disintegration off the brand new album of the same name. JC, AKA Rituals, can you hear me okay? Yeah. Oh man. Uh, we were talking off the mic a bit about like your favorite bands. Who do you, who are your favorite bands? Uh, my favorite bands are three bands. Uh, they are the Smashing Pumpkins, uh, Nine Inch Nails, and Marilyn Manson. It's it's really interesting because now that I know that, I can hear that in your work. But before I knew that, I wouldn't have immediately thought of that. But now that I know, it's like it's inescapable. Yeah. I we were talking off the mic about this. I I I had I I missed a lot of the 90s. I, I didn't listen to the radio much. I, I didn't watch TV much. And so most of the music that I learned about was word of mouth. It was by going to shows, by going to clubs and hearing DJs play it, by my friends playing things for me, you know, things like that. And and so I lived in kind of a subcultural cocoon in the 90s. And um, I, was, I was telling you off the mic, it was... I used to live in a place where uh, I lived next to a family and there was a about a 20 year old woman that lived there you know she was the daughter of the family and she was kind of a like a, a cheerleader type she had blonde hair uh, and uh, really did go to the mall uh, it, that that was a thing that happened in the 20th century and I come <laughs> out and I hear Nine Inch Nails playing from from over there and I say to her I'm like are you listening to Nine Inch Nails and she said yeah and I was and I'm like how do you know about this said, everybody listens to Nine Inch Nails <laughs> and and I, I couldn't believe it because I didn't know it was on the radio and then not too long after um I I I had heard Marilyn Manson, but it, it didn't really grab me, uh, and so I wasn't really following him slash them, uh, and and so I, I didn't really know that they had become really popular, and again, I didn't realize they were on the radio, and I, I started, like, you know, I, if you don't know what I look like, uh, suffice to say, 
I wear a lot of makeup and and uh, and I'd be you know traveling through you know rural parts of the country and cowboys would look at me and be like Marilyn Manson eh? I'm like, how do you know about this? And like, I had no idea it was on the radio, or, or I mean, I, I didn't realize that 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 you know it was a a huge controversy in the '90s. Like, I I just didn't know that until all the cowboys basically told me that Marilyn Manson was a thing, and and I mean, I knew in the goth scene that people liked it, but I, yeah. You, you should have seen the look on my face under all that makeup when cowboys were talking about Marilyn Manson to me. Like, <laughs> anyway, um, so enough about me. Uh, <laughs> this is really more about you. Uh, so rituals. Um, rituals has been around for, I mean, what, since about 2009 or so? Is that right? Uh, 2010 actually. 2010. So, uh, yeah, spring of 2010. And when Rituals first first appeared, uh, you were kind of uh, like one of the big names associated with the Witch House, uh, if you want to call it a scene. Um, like, how did how did that happen? How did you end up making what was basically brand new kinds of music? Um, it was it was actually kind of a funny, um, like very accidental thing, because uh, I was um, I used to play in bands, you know, all, all my teens um, growing up. I, I was playing in bands with friends and stuff, um, and I had learned to use uh, some like computer software uh, to make music, and that, that was my like my first. Uh, experience like making uh, electronic music and in the in the like last five or six months of 20 uh 2009 2009 i was uh making new music my, like my own music solo uh, no bands like my first uh, like actual real attempt to do some music and for some reason uh it wasn't um, like I wasn't getting it right. It felt off for some reason. It was uh, like something was missing. And then in late uh, 2009, I I found uh, you know Salem and White Ring. And especially when I listened to White Ring, I was like, this is really similar to what I'm doing. It's just kind of slower. So I I was like, I'm gonna try and like make something like what I was doing, but on a slower VPN. So I, I started uh, experimenting with, with uh, slower VPNs. And eventually my first track uh, I made, um, trying to make something slow was uh, God Vape, the, the, my, like my first single. And that's like on my first EP CDR that was released on Bizarro, which was like the label for Witch House uh, releases, you know. It and I mean, how did how did that? Um, how was the response to that? Because when Witch House became something that uh, the the people in my sphere were aware of. I loved it, and I still do, actually. I thought it was really cool, and 
to be honest, really overdue. Um, I, it, the great thing about, about the goth industrial scene is that we take things from the outside world and we make them into things that are gothic. We gothicize them. And, yes. and it was about time that, you know, 2000s hip hop style had been turned into something uh, that was that was gothicized, for lack of a better word. Uh, and, and I was into this and, and I was like, this is really good. And a lot of the music is really good. On top of that, just speaking personally, you know, what I listen to in the car and stuff like that, I'm a big fan of things like Coil and and you know throbbing gristle and and all that kind of stuff and so to to hear people kind of i don't know if you would say you're influenced by that but i mean i definitely felt some of those vibes in the bands you're talking about like white ring and and i was i was like this is just i i feel like i've been waiting for this um so like did you did you get kind of a like a, a huge response or did people be like I don't get this because it really was different. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, the first first of all, like now that you mentioned Coil and, and Throbbing Gristle, I'm a huge Coil uh, fan, but I I I knew of Coil of Throbbing Gristle. Uh, since forever you know but uh, i had never like really got into them until after i started making music as, as rituals and after i listened to coil especially i was like this is such like um a similar vibe to what i try to do or what i do like you know it's like more about mood than actual like making music or melodies you know you can be long and call me noisy but it's about um making you feel things with the music so totally that's 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 a, a cool um uh cool thing in common but uh when i when i started doing this um i know i i think i was just trying to make something different like i i, I made probably two or three ritual songs that i uploaded to uh, MySpace and sent to a couple of blogs and you know blog spots that used to share like single tracks and talk about new acts uh, on the underground uh, globally and I guess th those three songs um, like became really popular because they came out at a time that people first noticed Witch House you know because a lot of people will, will tell you, like, oh, I was into Witch House in like 2008, 2009. And it's like, actually, like, uh, you, I can prove that's not true. You know? <laughs> like, there's a, there's a timeline for, for everything that happened in Witch House. Um, actually, if you go to uh, witch, uh, witchhouse.com, if you Google that, and there's a website with a timeline of everything that happened. And Witch House didn't really became uh, Witch House until like early 2010, and it was it was around then that I I sent out my tracks and it was like you know the cliche uh, right time at the right place which was online <laughs> um, a time where uh, when the internet wasn't as as wild west as it was uh, it had been before 
and it wasn't the nightmare that is now with social media and, right. and algorithms. So it was it was a a, a good time to, where it was released to share your stuff and on sharing my my music on MySpace and with blogs. Um, Desaro, Robert Desaro, um, ran the uh, label Desaro, um, found me on MySpace and offered to release an EP. And, you know, I was already a fan of the label White Ring, Salem, uh, Modern Witch. They all had releases on, on, on the label. So I was like honored and really excited about uh, releasing music. Uh, on, the, on that label but when I when I decided to actually work on a release on, on an EP not just single tracks I found that I I didn't want to follow like a formula you know like oh I want to make like uh, hip-hop uh, drone or, or whatever I, I wanted to do something that felt a, a little different so um, that's when I when I came up with the idea of just like throwing every single uh, thing I liked into my own music. You know, um, I started like doing more trance, ambient, drone, like um, noise. Uh, and it was just a mix of all these things into, into the music and what became the, the first EP. And when it came out, it just clicked with a lot of people. Like uh, everyone was really into it and that really, really surprised me. Um, I wasn't expecting it at all. I was, um, you know, being like someone from, from Mexico City, um, it's always hard to get out of, of, of the city and the country being Mexican, you know, because there was this uh, traditional way of doing it, you know, uh, playing shows, um, releasing demos, then releasing an album, then getting, no getting noticed by uh, international labels that you send your music to, and if they liked it, which was like a one in a million chance, they might ask you to go play over there, and, and everything was like really traditional before the internet, and I feel like I skipped a lot of steps just by uploading my music at the right time to the right places, and getting noticed by the right people. Well, it, it really helps that you were in the right place at the right time, musically speaking, because you, you were making a kind of music that was essentially brand new at exactly the same time that the other beginning, the, the other founding people of that were also starting to do that. So, I yeah. mean, that really helps, you know? <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's funny because... Um, like eventually when I started playing shows and touring, I, I was able to meet a lot of people that I met online first. Uh, I had a conference with uh, Brian uh, from Wide Ring and we we're talking like uh, we spent a, a couple of days, a uh, couple of days uh, hanging out in, in Los Angeles and in New York. And, you know, just talking uh, about not just music, but like everything like growing up about the things we liked and our sense of humor and everything we had like really similar uh interests you know and that was a, a, a cool thing i i noticed with the with the witch house scene that it, it wasn't um you know it, it was the first scene that wasn't um that didn't center around a, a place or a sound it was most about mostly about like interests 
um, what you like and what you wanted to do and just being online like erased all borders and facilitated uh, communication between us so it kind of made it uh, easier for something like that to happen I, I don't think which else would have been possible to happen like in, in a city uh, you know like or in a region you know it, it was not a, like like hardcore punk or emo or black metal or whatever it was uh, it was only made possible because of the internet That's and I've always liked that that's a really interesting uh, thing to say. I wouldn't have thought of that, but I guess that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I have one more question about Witch House in general that I, I've got to ask you. When when you're you're when you're putting the track together and you're mastering it and all that, are you just like, oh no, the bass isn't blowing out the speakers enough. We gotta. We need more. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like how how did that happen? Um. It was actually kind of um, by accident because I, when I started making music, I didn't have any idea of what I was doing really. I mean, I I knew how to use uh, some some software f to make music, how to record things, but I I didn't have like a, I didn't even have an audio interface or studio monitors or even a nice. Uh, pair of headphones so I had these shitty uh, headphones like Sony headphones that didn't have a lot of bass so I had to turn up the bass a bit to be able to listen to it and then I would um, play that on my stereo where I listened to all the music and then when I noticed that the, the bass was too loud I was like hmm but it works it does. So, so I was like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave it like this. And I'm gonna make this, make this a thing because uh, it sounds really good. That it's like so, so basic. It's not just you though. Like that was that that was one of the 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 signature things about some of the the bands we're talking about, like Rituals uh, and 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 Salem and bands like that. Was mm -hmm. just like this this bass that just. Uh, it, it overwhelms any speaker. No speaker can handle it. <laughs> it the music is, is just too much for any any speaker. And I, the the first time I heard it, I'm like, what's wrong with my what's wrong with my sound system? And and then I'm like, oh, it's not my sound system. It's too much. It's too much great music for <laughs> for my puny speakers. And I and I'm just like, this is actually. Like this is why I was asking you this. I'm, I'm kind of like, is this, is this an intentional reaction to how music has gotten bassier and bassier, and just like, oh, you want it bassy? Well, here, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, it definitely had something to do with that because uh, I, I, I noticed that too, uh, and, and it didn't stop them. You know, it's it's been going on uh, until today. Like sometimes I listen to to music, uh, like brand new music today, and it's uh, basically just like an 808 with vocals. They're like the synths are very minimal because everyone wants to make space for yeah. really really loud bass. Yeah. And I think that's something that's that started with Witch House and impacted like popular music. And I don't know that the like people realize that Witch House was. The, the main influence behind that because a lot of, of like pop music producers like in 2010 2011 were listening to to witch house yes 
that's a thing like I, I it's it's something I don't think that that most people that you know listen to the radio or go to top 40 clubs would necessarily be aware of they they wouldn't be aware of our music to begin with but mm-hmm. a lot of the people who make a lot of the music that you know that that uh, people like I was talking about earlier you know like the cheerleader types are, yeah. are listening to they listen to a lot of the stuff we listen to because it's it's rock oriented in that you know it's it's you know, a, a rock band it's got a synthesizer guitarist bassist singer so on and and uh and and so it's it's of that genre but goth industrial music is much more creative it's much more artistic no two songs sound the same and yes. and so a lot of people that love music but also are fascinated by the structure like the the music theory of, of rock music would be drawn to the stuff that we listen to in our community. And that kind of seeps out in ways like you're talking about. I've noticed in the last couple of years that uh, both in fashion and also in uh, just what's being uh, recorded and, and sold as singles uh, of like big names, like like, you know, household top 40 names, they have a much darker vibe right now. Like there's there's an undercurrent of of like dark music to a lot of what's going on. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I feel like uh, indie indie type artists right now are way darker sounding than they were ten years ago. And in pop music, it's like pretty obvious. You know, like Beyonce and Lady Gaga were uh, borrowing from. Uh, the under like the online underground as early as like 2012 2013 totally well you want to you want to get back to it sure let's do it uh maybe we could listen to one of the the early rituals tracks um that kind of illustrate what we're talking about from the from the 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 beginning of witch house how about the song goth bb yeah, this uh, like I said, this is this was the first ritual song. Um, the 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 demo version I sent out to to blogs and MySpace was a tiny bit different. This is the version that came out on the on the EP, um, and it's, it's like one of the songs I play live all the time. Like every every single time I play live, I play this song. Well, that's actually really cool to know. I didn't know that. Well, let's <laughs> do it. Uh, This is the song Goth BB by our guest today, Rituals, here on the Hanging Garden radio show. In just a minute, we are also going to head out to Columbus, Ohio with DJ Kevy Kev. We got the nightlife news, more music, more requests, more me, Owen, all here on BFF.FM. But right now, Goth BB, Rituals, stay with us, man. It's going to be great.
Well, that was good. Hanging Garden Radio Show, BFF.FM, best frequencies forever. My name is Owen, but more importantly are the names of the songs we just heard. That last song, Don't Let the Outside Win, that is off the new album by The Annex. I would love to tell you all about that, but let's just leave that up to the person who played that, because it wasn't me. We're going to get back to that in a minute. Before that... Off the brand new Birthday Massacre album, the song Dreams of You. I had a request for the Birthday Massacre out of Salt Lake City, and good choice. Prior to that one, the classic from the clubs, God is God. Yeah! Uh, By Juno Reactor. Oops, that just sort of slipped out. Uh, That was for somebody in the L.A. area, and we opened that set with our guest today, Rituals, and the song Goth, BB. But going back to that really good song by the Annex, that did not come from me, as I told you earlier. That came from our other guest today, all the way from the middle of the middle of the country, Columbus, Ohio. It's DJ Kevy Kev. Can you hear me, Kevy Kev? I can hear you fine, sir. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? I am uh, a little discombobbled. It's been a very, very busy time at work lately, but I am good to go. How is how's Ohio? How how is uh, how's life in the middle? Uh, life in the middle, life in the middle of the middle is pretty good. Here in Columbus, in the city, I am digging it. Uh, life in Ohio, not so good, as uh, most of you know. I don't want to get into a whole political discussion, but it's a very, very red state, and that fact uh, makes me very, very red. But here in Columbus, we are in a pocket of liberalism, which makes it bearable to be. So Columbus is kind of a... It's it is kind of a like a blue dot in a red field. It is indeed. That's good to know. Um, yeah, blue a blue dot. I like that. Do, blue do, dot. We're blue dotted over here. <laughs> do people come from from you know all over the area to kind of go hang out there because that's where all the fun happens? I, you can say that. I know a lot of people that come from like you know some of the smaller. Uh, well, I'm sorry, I should say larger, small towns, places like Lima and Dayton, and even people come down, like up here from Cincinnati, obviously Cincinnati's a pretty big city, but um, they don't really have a whole much of a, of a, of a, a dark music scene to speak of, so we get a lot of people from there. My buddy Matt plays a really good one in Dayton over there. We even trade off people, people go there, people come here. Um, so there's a little bit going on, but yes, people do come from Columbus for it. I did want to ask you about that, actually. Uh, you know, the, the cities in that part of the country are actually not that far apart. Uh, they, they have, you know, huge rural, uh, expanses between them, but whereas in the West, you can drive most of a day between metropolitan areas in, Mm -hmm. in the Midwest, in Ohio and Indiana and, and, Illinois and, and you know where you're at um, uh-huh. the cities are often two hours apart and Columbus is right there in the middle only about two three hours if you're driving real slow uh, to Cincinnati to Cleveland 
uh it's only maybe three hours to detroit uh and and i i mean there's just so many places nearby um so you guys is it kind of just one big dark music scene that you're all kind of all swapping people and sharing music and or is it more each city is more distinct i mean i think you're like giving us a lot more credit i'd like to take credit for that kind of thing but it's you know what did big country say you know we're in a big country so uh even though it may seem like a much shorter distance to get places it's still kind of far i mean cleveland's two hours from here since he's an hour and a half those places aren't too bad but like chicago's like five hours from here five and a half hours dc's like six seven hours so we're kind of in the middle of everything but it's still kind of a hike to get places so i would like to say that we're in the middle of the scene i mean we have guest djs that come to play our nights uh from as far as like Louisville, uh, we have, uh, you know, DJ Kaleidoscope coming. She's doing a bunch of tours and stuff now. We've had some people from Chicago, definitely people from Cleveland and from Cincinnati. Um, but uh, I, we are happy, real happy for what we have. Let's just put it that way. I'm not going to say that we're like the, uh, the concentric center of the goth universe in the Midwest, but sometimes it feels that way. And what you have is... Uh nights called cathedral and church if if i remember correctly dj kevy kev that is that is correct that is correct so we started it off uh, uh church was kind of born from the ashes of an old goth industrial nightclub called outland many many years ago um outland uh was a very well-known and beloved uh, uh event venue here in one of the areas in columbus and um uh, basically, what happened was the place closed down. Can't really remember why. Um, so nobody had anywhere to go. Uh, so we just kind of started doing a night at a really small bar, <clears throat> way too small for what we do now, called uh, High Five. And we started the night just called Church. And um, then we uh, kind of grew from there. Outland 2 opened. We moved church back to where it should have been at an Outland nightclub. And it grew from there. And then when Outland 2 closed, we moved it into other venues. So when the night was bigger, we call it cathedral. When the night is smaller than church, we call it communion. So I'm sure you can get the theme there. Mm -hmm. uh, and so, you know, it's funny too, because I own a print shop. Uh, the very first time that we did flyer, like print flyers for church, we also at our at that at that print shop, we do a lot of uh, printing for actual churches. So we had this really tall African American preacher that came in there one time. And he was like waiting for his order, and he saw one of my flyers with a big like Gothic cross on it, and he's like, "Church, what is this?" And I'm like, "Oh, well, that's my dance night." And he was like, "This is blasphemy. That's what this is." <laughs> True story. And I was just like, well, uh, I'm saying, here's your order. Have a good one. <laughs> you know, it, it never occurred to me, actually, because, you know, obviously, as as uh, goths of a certain age, uh, we, we probably both remember many nights. And even today, there are several prominent goth nights around the country with names like church. And, and, and uh, yeah, like, it, it never really occurred to me 
what uh, the religious folks think about that because I figure they most of them probably don't pay attention, but maybe I, they do. <laughs> I would imagine they won't like it when they see it. And so even some of the Facebook traffic that we get sometimes gets things mixed up. Like people think it's an actual like church website. We are so we have like a group related to the night. So we have a we have a Facebook page for the night where we basically post our events and stuff. And that's like, you know, it has a public uh, uh, area for people to post stuff. But I've never really been able to figure out how to make it work and like make just people's posts public. So we just post as much stuff as we can, whether it's events or songs or uh, photo albums of people's in the night. And then we, people of the night that attend our <laughs> night, I should say. Uh, and then, uh, then we also have like a group where people just, you know, can do everything that they want, you know, meet other people, bitch about the night, sell panties, whatever they feel like doing, you know what I mean? So we just like cut them loose. But then every once in a while, some actual like church person will stray in there and go, you guys need some religion. And we're like, goodbye. And then click, and they're, then they're gone. And where, where would we find said group, by the way? Uh, let's see. Most of our call signs on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, everything is everything slash goth church. One word, G-O-T-H-C-H-U-R-C-H, goth church. And so, uh, go ahead. Go, uh, are there, well, no, please continue. Well, that's pretty much it. So it's like facebook.com slash goth church, uh, the church group. I think is just linked from the Goth Church uh, regular page. I'm not really sure what the address of that, but you know, our Instagram is Goth Church. Our Twitter, which we never use because we don't like Twitter because we're humans, uh, you know, that's Goth Church <laughs> and and all that kind of stuff. So, um, but mostly and almost completely, we use that Facebook page to promote all of our nights. That's very good to know. Uh, and and DJ Kevy Kev, uh, there obviously there there are dark music parties in the surrounding cities. Um, you know we, we've named a few Indianapolis and and Louisville and Detroit and I you know, they're all over. I mean they're, they're most of the major cities in the Midwest have at least one. Um, there's obviously the ones that you do, Cathedral Church and so on. Um, are there others in Central Ohio that maybe people would want to know about? Uh, there are. Uh, there used to be more. Uh, the pandemic took, obviously, a lot of people out at the knees. One of the guys that guest DJs with us a lot, Sean, uh, goes by DJ Phil Safe. He has a night called Censoria. Uh, and that happens, uh, obviously, after the Cabaret Voltaire song. Sure. Um, of which he is a gigantic fan. Um, Good and choice. He, <laughs> he, he might be uh, the only other active one. Now, there's kind of new ones that are coming up. Uh, there's uh, my buddy Joey throws one called Black Leather something. I can't really remember the name of it. But there's a couple... But truth be told, when people go to find out things, even about these other ones, they come to us and either ask or come to our night and stuff like that. So we seem to be, at least for the moment, the central hub of things. You know, everybody contributes and everybody, you know, together we create the, the community, you know, and that's that's what makes it great, you know, like. Yep. Yeah. For uh, sure. So 
you've been kind enough to share with us some music uh, that might be heard in the Columbus, Ohio scene. Uh, you showed us the song Don't Let the Outside Win by The Annex, uh, which uh, it's it's spelled A-N-I-X for people that are not familiar with The Annex. That's a great track. Tell me a little bit about why you picked that for us. Well, uh, in 2010, uh, my, my partner in church and I, um, we brought uh, APOP to play here in Columbus at a, a, a small, berserk. That is correct. Uh, at a at a small venue uh, here called Scully's. Um, it's one of the greatest days of my life. I mean, there I love that band. Uh, and not only do we make friends with all those, we got we were actually lucky enough to get them the day before they were supposed to go to South by Southwest. So um, they, they played Chicago the night before. All their gear went to Texas. And we got them here. We just did all the backline and everything. So we met and hung out with all of them. And at the time, uh, Brandon from the Annex, who is like the brainchild behind the Annex, uh, he was playing guitar with Steven. And uh, he, he just turned out to be the coolest guy. And so for the past, wow, I can't believe that was 12 years ago. Uh, 12 years, uh, I've kind of stayed in touch with them. And it's just been... You know, once once his band, the Annex, kind of came out, I was so enthralled with the stuff that he was making. I just, I almost like couldn't believe it. Like it's, the music is awesome. It is like, good. Old stuff, new stuff. Uh, he has kind of like a sensibility of it's a it's an electro rock feel to a lot of the stuff. Uh, especially if you know like where he came from, like when his project started up, like in like 2007, um, he was doing stuff that was a little even more leaning toward like uh, a commercially nine inch nailsy kind of a sound. Uh, of course, not all nine inch nails tracks sound commercially, but uh, especially lately, it was right. Oh yeah, you could say that. Um, so in any case, uh, he just his stuff lately. I mean, he's done, the, the covers are like unbelievable. So yeah. he did uh, a cover of Cry Little Sister from the Lost Boys soundtrack by The Call. He did uh, most recently uh, another song that he, uh, I think uh, another song that I've asked you to play on the show is going to be coming up that he did a duet with, uh, well, he's actually providing the music behind another band I love right now, Nouvelle, Nouvelle Arcade. And, uh, uh, but his, his album of last year, that he kind of was like releasing tracks one at a time through COVID uh, called Revenge is like probably one of my favorite records ever. And like to hear him uh, do what he does just blows my mind. You it's know, they're, good. They're like, yeah, I mean, my, my favorite band of ever, ever, and always will be Depeche Mode. But in my favorite band of now and probably for the past year, two, three is The Annex all the way and don't let the outside win was uh probably came out about a year ago and it's just it's still in heavy rotation as are i don't know 10 songs a night at my at my at my event you know easily so um it's pretty wild we play them a lot i don't blame you and uh you you did mention nouveau arcade you uh you were saying you might uh you might play one of their songs. Um, uh -huh. Who are Nouveau Arcade, for people that don't know? Well, I wish I knew more about them. To me, they are new. And in fact, 
they are very much in the same kind of realm as the Annex. Like if you happen to be on Spotify and you're listening to Annex and you let the Spotify algorithm take over and then all of a sudden it's playing you other songs that are like it, you'll hear other bands like Battle Tapes, which are also awesome, although maybe not totally goth. Uh, but Nouvelle Arcade, very dark, uh, synthy. They've got a male and a female vocalist. Um, and you know what? I just remembered that one of the songs uh, that I didn't ask you to play on the show is a cover of The Cure's uh, Apart, which is a, a combination of the Annex and uh, Nouvelle Arcade. But the I uh, just remembered that the other song that I asked you to play on the show is a song just by them that Brandon didn't have anything to do with. But all of it is top quality. They're just I don't I don't really know much about them. I wish I did. Well, we can find out a little bit more right now, if you'd like. Uh, one more time, DJ Kevy Kev, uh, where do we find you? Where do we find your events? Uh, how do we how do we follow you? Um, pretty simple. Uh, look us up on Facebook, facebook.com slash gothchurch, G-O-T-H-C-H-U-R-C-H. Um, we're on there, where all of our shows are actually... Uh, broadcast live while we're DJing on Mixler, which is mixlr.com slash gothchurch. Uh, we have our own Twitch channel. We're actually doing video from the events. You can, we're not allowed to really show the room, but you can see me and Travis while we're DJing and making noise. That's just kind of fun. We, Travis has a party up there every time he's DJing. I usually clear everybody out because it freaks me out, but... Uh, <laughs> Uh, so we've got all that Instagram.com slash gothchurch we try to be as socially active as we can sounds good to me so people can actually kind of experience your events without even going to Ohio well thank you so much DJ Kevy Kev the American who discovered Columbus if you will uh, <laughs> had to be said in just a moment we're going to have more time with rituals more music more requests more me Owen the nightlife news there's a lot coming up but right now as played by dj kevy kev from the columbus ohio scene it is die on me now by the band nouveau arcade coming to you on the hanging garden radio show seriously man this is gonna be great so i'll see you on the other side
Rare Rose Botanicals on Etsy would like to provide you spa quality products using nature's purest ingredients. Allow the complexities of ancient beauty baths inspired by global royalty traditions or the simplicity of nature's healing concoctions to nourish your body and soul. Indulge yourself. Find Rare Rose Botanicals on Etsy and acquire your own enchanted bathing experience. Does your outfit or your home need that unique gothic touch? What we like to call gothique? Then visit gothly.co, an online store specializing in gothic home decor and fashion accessories at a great price. We also carry one-of-a-kind items created by local artists that will definitely make you stand out. Visit gothly.co. We are unique. We are goth. We are gothique. That's gothly.co. We hope you visit us soon. Oh, JC from Rituals. How is your hanging garden experience going, my friend? I'm having fun. Oh, good. I'm glad you are. <laughs> you know, I, <laughs> I'm old. I worry. <laughs> we were talking um, in the last segment a bit about um, about pop music and all that, which brings me to the big question. Are you ready for a very big question? Okay. <laughs> yeah, trepidatious. I don't believe that. <laughs> Here it is. Do you like songs about trucks in America? Sung in an unbelievably exaggerated twang. <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> Nobody ever sees that coming. How about idiotic music consisting only of underdressed teenagers gesturing at the audience? <laughs> no. Or... Uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> well, I mean an American classic just north of the border from you well 2,000 miles away uh, is you know somebody screaming okay screaming screaming in an echo chamber about news that isn't even real no I, I'm amazed that you're not just chomping at the bit to listen to all this wonderful radio because this and more just like it is waiting for you right now on mainstream radio. Or, instead of letting commercial interests dictate what you can and cannot hear, you can support real independent community radio by going to bff.fm. You can support your favorite show on this station. I bet yours is the Hanging Garden Radio Show, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was that was well done. <laughs> but it doesn't have to be for us. It can be for any of the amazing shows on this station because there are over a hundred in rotation, uh, including but not limited to my stinky ass brother's show, and he is stinky. House of Love. House of Love. That one was pitchy, uh, which is really fun. It, uh, it airs, like this show, you can catch it live. It airs uh, on Thursdays from 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, you can also, like this show, if you don't catch it live, you can catch it as a podcast anytime you want. It's really cool because he has uh, different kinds of music every week. So one week it'll be like 60s R&B and soul, and the next week it'll be like emo and screamo, and the week after that it'll be like all agrotech. And the week after that, it'll be like 80s New Wave. It's it's really something. Great music, always different, and always really fun. He's hilarious, but you didn't hear it from me because, you know, he just gets a little bit um, 
a little bit too heady about things when he finds out I've been listening to his show, but I actually do listen to his show every week. But don't tell him, because I don't want him <laughs> to know. Uh, anyway, if you want to donate to the station, bff.fm slash donate. If you want to donate to a specific show, perhaps, mm, I don't know, it could be um, the Hanging Garden Radio Show. Uh, you would just make a little note that it's for us when you go to bff.fm slash donate. The most important thing, as I am sitting on the corner with a, a coffee cup in my hand, some spare change in it, and some pencils, being like, spare any change for the station, spare any change. Uh, the most important thing is that we only get to do this because people listen to us. So every one of you, every one of you, that's you, 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 dear listener, you, every one of you is making it possible for us to be here right now. So you're already a supporter just by being here. Thank you. Seriously, thank you. But like I said, we ain't too proud to beg. So if you want to do even more, and you can in these crazy times, bff.fm slash donate. Again, if it's for the station or any you know specific show, whatever. Uh, and if we run out of money and we have to go away, and, you know, all the worst happens. Well, you know, you always got those other fine radio options I mentioned. They'll be there for you. I'm sure that'll be enough for you, right? All past episodes of the Hanging Garden Radio Show are available for you to listen to anytime. Just go to bff.fm, find the show's page, click on Tuesday, and you'll find us right there waiting to be binged on. Now back to Owen for this week's event calendar. Oh, let's do this! As one wild and wonderful week wanes, we welcome one more. No doubt about to lay out a straight out, all out, pay out of standout blowouts to try out when you go out throughout our scene. As always, just remember you can bet the threat we met hasn't yet offset quite yet, so don't forget to get all set with anything you may need for a Vax Facts and Mask Ask. And... In case you don't embrace a face-to-face -face in real space, or for those who are afar from our five-star bazaar of bustling bashes, come join us anyway. Much of the merrily macabre mirth manifests mightily as well on platforms like Zoom, Twitch, and Discord, etc. So no one be need no one need be left out. And with that said, let's do the nightlife news and let's get you in the know about all that is going on here in Northern California's unbelievable dark music community. If your feet are just itching to dance tonight, well, y you might want to apply some cream to those itchy feet of yours, but you can also slide them on into your dancing shoes and head down to F8 in San Francisco for the intrinsically interesting and intriguing interlude entitled Interzone. This time, DJ Cybertone jo joins Hex Embrace and Visk as they deliver delicious darkness like goth, EBM, industrial, dark wave, witch house, and dark electro free all night. Moving down one door and up one day, tomorrow it's time for Playland to take total control of the Cat Club in San Francisco. DJ Star Noir and Sage will be there to tie up the front room floor, whipping up a sinister selection of electro, industrial, dance pop, and underground sound from throughout the decades, LGBTQ-friendly jams, and 
Plenty more while the backroom fully submits itself to that which cannot be spoken of. Come, hungry! Across town from there tomorrow, the Knockout is also offering San Francisco an engagingly enjoyable, energetic enterprise. This one is called Downtown 81, although it's actually neither Downtown nor 81. I love this. Uh, where DJs Sue Problema and Paul Casturos captain a veritable virtuoso voyage of vanguard vinyl, volunteering a venerable variety of post-punk, new wave, mutant, disco, electronic, experimental, death rock, and a few things that simply do just defy categorization. Free all night. There is a lot going on this Thursday. I don't even know where to start, so let's just begin with the potent punk Potent post-punk performances poised to persuade people to populate lowbrow in Sacramento. Crew Lies will be joining will be joined by Holy Water in bestowing boundless bleak beauty and buoyant beats. Plus, dancing with DJ Valley Ghoul from Glass will pass a kick-ass first-class mass of post-punk, new wave, dark wave, and more. That is free all night. This Thursday is also the time of the month when Shrine comes to call on the caravan in San Jose, where the South Bay displays a way to convey an array of dark play. DJs Hex Embrace, Sea Death, and Exocomp spin you right with a consummate collection containing cool cuts of goth, darkwave, industrial, EBM, and more, and that is free all night as well. Deliberately danceable Darkwave descends Thursday on the rickshaw stop in San Francisco when sensational synthesists the KVB PLAY. Additionally, they will also be summoning such superb synth-pop songsters as Miram. DJ Omar Perez completes this all-ages offering. Not too far from there, there's talk, talk, talk of this Thursday being a good night to hit up the big 80s dance party at the Cat Club in San Francisco that's known as 1984. Because in addition to their trademark new wave, 80s pop, one-hit wonders, dark wave, and more that fill the floor, this week DJ Damon and, wait, who's this? Me! Owen will be bringing you a space age love song to both a flock of seagulls and the psychedelic furs. That's right. Your feet will meet that heartbreak beat when I show you love my way of all things 80s with Damon in the back room. Plus DJs Porter and Formica bring you messages from across the decades in the front room. This Thursday is just going to be heaven free all night. Oh, you think I ran out of a flock of seagulls and psychedelic furs puns? Not on this telecommunication. Oh, man. <laughs> of course, this all comes up because the psychedelic furs will be stirring the ghost in you in person from the stage of the Masonic in San Francisco this Thursday, and they've brought uh, up with them X from, you know where they're from, Los Angeles! Oh man, my voice. This is an all-ages event. But the Psychedelic Furs and X only have time to hit and run San Francisco because they will be under the big black sun of Napa Valley the following day, that's Friday, at the Charles Krug Winery. Look out, San, Saint, look out, St. Helena. Here come cowboys. Oh man. <clears throat> there is... There are also a couple of dance parties to tell you about this Friday, which brings me to some sad news. Uh, as as you may already have heard, 
the owner and founder of Metropolis Records, Dave Heckman, passed away unexpectedly recently. Uh, he was a, a, an integral part to the lives and creative work of many of the, the titans of our music. The, the reach and the influence of Metropolis is massive and has been massive really since the 90s. From Gary Newman to Zymox to IMX to Specimen to She Passed Away to Faith in the Muse to Bauhaus. And of course, what feels like every, every future pop band and every industrial band ever. Skinny Puppy, VNV Nation, Front 242, Assemblage 23, Suicide Commando, Wumpscut, Ego Likeness, KMFDM. You get the idea. It, it, it seems like nearly everyone has had some kind of dealings with Dave Heckman and Metropolis. So to celebrate his life, his work, and the huge gift of music he had a hand in giving us, uh, there will be a tribute night to Metropolis Records on the dance floors of San Francisco's Cat Club this Friday evening at Night Shift. The front room will feature DJ Star Noir and myself, Owen, dispensing a whole night of goth, industrial synth, and more with special attention paid to Metropolis artists, while DJs Daniel Skellington and Melting Girl attack the new black in the back with lots of today's modern marvels in darkwave, post-punk, synth, synth, and electro. In truth, um... With this many artists related to Metropolis, there are many places where we could celebrate the gifts of Dave Heckman, where we do celebrate those gifts, where we regularly keep that music alive in our souls and on the dance floor, whether we do so intentionally or not. Those bands are just everywhere. And I am honored to get to be able to do one at the Cat Club this Friday. I, I believe enjoying all this great music and dancing to it really is the best way to celebrate his legacy. But as I said, we certainly aren't the only party worth considering in such an incredible scene as ours here in Northern California. And case in point, just blo blocks from Night Shift's tribute to Metropolis this Friday, it's time for post-mortem to post up at San Francisco's Rumpus Room. DJs Adrian Scissorhands and the Barbary Ghost will be getting under the covers with you as they specifically spotlight dark cover songs at this notably neat night of daring death rock, premium post-punk, and gratifying goth that is free all night. There is a cool chill coming to Winter's Tavern in Pacifica this Saturday. Black Leather Bat will be hanging out with their their garagey death rock. That's, I guess, really the best way to put that. Plus, the funk-infused multimedia art project proclaimed Plexus Play and Callisto's Ghost will haunt the house with an endowment of electro excellence. This is certainly an interesting and diverse lineup. This Saturday is also offering some great American music at the Great American Music Hall in San Francisco. Things will totally be out of control when She Wants Revenge tear you apart. Plus, original pumpkin-turned-pop chanteuse Darcy will no doubt sound just smashing. And particularly pleasing post-punk will permeate the premises when Fearing braves the stage at this all-ages show with such a great lineup. It would really be a shame not to do it again. So this Sunday, She Wants Revenge, Darcy, and Fearing will also blitz the Ritz in San Jose. But this time, adding DJ Basura and subtracting people under the age of 21. 
A bit further south from there, south, south of the South Bay, where the trees meet the seas. If it's Sunday, it's time for the box to take over the Blue Lagoon in Santa Cruz. Each week, the DJ cartel, known as the usual suspects, succeeds in making music and mischief. At this fabulously fun and friendly night of incendiary goth, industrial, post-punk electro, and more, free all night. Always a good time. Always free all night. But ironically, if we head in the other direction, away from the beach, we actually move toward what promises to be a fun beach party. Let me explain. This Sunday, Club Absolution will be bringing Beach Blanket Blackness to On The Y in Sacramento when they'll be hosting a fun theme night called Goth Out On The Beach. You are encouraged to dance the night away in all your favorite beachy finery, shorts, swimsuits, sunglasses, and of course, a huge hat. Gotta keep that midnight sun from burning your feet and burning your sunshine flesh. DJ's Keys and Carney Robber will be there to make waves with the best industrial, goth, EBM, post-punk, and more at this gathering that I'm sure will go just swimmingly. Oh, man. But finally, finally, last but by no means least, there's Death Guild! And this Monday's party has an intriguing crossover with it. See, the thing about where they do Death Guild each week, that's the DNA Lounge in San Francisco, is that the venue has multiple rooms that can house completely separate events unrelated to one another. And one such example is the beguiling burlesque business brought in every Monday in an independent part of DNA, separate from from where they do Death Guild, called the Hubba Hubba Review. This week, while DJs Sage and Bit provide their marvelous mix of goth, post-punk, dark wave, and more upstairs, and while downstairs DJs Joe Radio, Melting Girl, and Decay make magnificent movement with awesome industrial, synth, and EBM, the Hubba Hubba Room will be taken over by the daring demonstrations of Neon Gothic Unicorn. I'm just going to use their own words here. Quote, Come join Trixie Carr... With guest stars Queera Knightley, Lisa Frankenstein, and Ms. Margot the Flying Fox for a night of gothic mayhem and science fiction insanity as we cruise into the nouveau retro future. Come spin with us, disco dollies. I think you get the idea here. And don't forget that just behind that wall from all that dark debauchery and death guilds dancing, there waits for you the best pizza in town. Oh man, JC, what does Rituals have have coming up? I, I I mean, you just heard all about what we've got here in Northern California. Yeah. It's amazing, isn't it? It's a lot, yeah. What do you, what does Rituals have coming up? Um, I'm gonna play Coldways Festival in Chicago on September 22nd, and then I'm gonna play some shows on the West Coast the next week. Um, playing San Francisco on October 6th at the DNA Lounge. Um, be playing some more shows in San Diego, Los Angeles, Portland, Seattle, uh, Eugene, and maybe a couple more dates. We're we're negotiating right now. <laughs> um, the whole the whole tour is with sibling from Portland, which I'm really excited about. They're awesome. Yeah. Well, I I I want to pick your brain more but I really want to hear more of the new album. So would you mind if we get back into the music? Maybe the song Razorblade Sky? 
Yeah, sure. Oh, that's um, not from the new album, is it? That's from Dose. That yeah, the the new album, uh, like Calma Cabro, is was like um, I I released five um, maxi singles um, with tracks from the album and some cover songs and some remixes and B sides. And Razor Blade Sky is a cover of this uh, British band called Queen Adrina. Uh, it's included in the Dose single. And it's one of my favorite songs ever, and I always wanted to do something uh, with the song. So when I when I decided to play the to to record these covers uh, was the perfect time to do it. I'm really proud of uh, how it came out. It's really good. Maybe we should uh, thank you. Maybe we should enjoy it right now. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. More music, more Hang Garden Radio Show, more me, Owen, all here on BFF.FM, Best Frequencies Forever. Stay with us, because right now, Razorblade Sky by our guest today, Rituals. Don't go anywhere.
Oh my god, where does the time go, right? Um, okay, that uh, that last song, Razorblade Sky, that was awesome. That is by our guest today, Rituals. JC, thank you so much for coming on the Hanging Garden Radio Show. Really, thank you. How do we find you? How do we keep up on your releases, on Rituals shows? Where do we find all your stuff? Uh, you can find me on every social uh, media thing network uh, as the Rituals with a Z. And if you're not uh, into like social media, I have my website, rituals.com. Uh, I try to update it with the most relevant uh, happenings, you know, all the new music releases, uh, tours, and um, yeah, I mean, Rituals.com, it has links to every thing, um, I'm everywhere I'm online, uh, Bandcamp, uh, Instagram, Facebook, all of that. Uh, if you want to uh, send me a message, talk to me, I'm always available. Um, especially on uh, Instagram, but I also check my Facebook uh, regularly. Fantastic. And if you're looking for me, you can come dance with me this Thursday at 1984 at the Cat Club for free. That is our A Flock of Seagulls and Psychedelic Furs party on Friday, also at the Cat Club in San Francisco. We're doing our Metropolis tribute at night shift to dance floors. Don't forget, Next month, Friday, September 16th, Goth on the Mountain, the Gothic Takeover and Music Festival at Magic Mountain in Los Angeles. The whole park is open, including the rides, the food, all of it, and dancing, bands, Assemblage 23, London After Midnight. There's a lot to talk about there, but I don't have time to tell you, but it's worth traveling to, so I'm telling you now, because you're gonna wanna, gonna wanna get on that if you're interested. I also have four Facebook accounts. You heard me right. Four of me. I like to spread it around. <laughs> Owen Owington Owensford. Add me. Say hi. And most of all, keep those music requests coming. A lot of the requests I get for the Hanging Garden Radio Show come to me as direct private messages on Messenger. So please keep those coming. I love playing music for everybody. It, it, it warms the place where I would have a heart if I had a heart. Uh, <laughs> you will also find me, of course, next week right here on the Hanging Garden Radio Show, where next Tuesday, our guest will be Os Gang, the amazing Death Rockers. They are really something. And DJ's Little Rose and Os Astral Eyes out of the Williamsburg, Virginia area. They are awesome. All right. Thank you so much, JC Rituals. Thank you, DJ Kevy Kev from Church in Columbus, Ohio. Thank you to the donors. We really are only here because you let us be. Until next time, stay safe, stay sane, and stay together. And stay tuned, because you never know what's going to happen next on BFF.FM, but you know it's going to be good. See you next week, everybody. Goodbye. The Hanging Garden Radio Show is brought to you by Owen and listeners like you who help us keep the show on the air every month. If you would like to contribute, go to bff.fm slash donate today and make sure to make a note that your donation is for us. I'm Davey Bones, the founder of The Hanging Garden. Thanks for listening and we will see you next Tuesday at 6 p.m. Pacific Time on bff.fm for another episode of The Hanging Garden Radio Show. <laughs>